Hey, listen, Steven here from the future. Uh, in full disclosure, this was recorded quite a while ago, maybe a week and a bit, uh, and I'm just getting it out now in light of the key three announcements, which we will, of course, be covering in our next full podcast, uh, as well as the full announcement of the union vote results for Keyword Studios, who will be interviewing, uh, actually just interviewed yesterday and will be putting up the episode Friday. June 17th in your feeds uh, uh, please stay tuned for that and um, also want to note my audio quality is rather poor this episode I was in fact holding the microphone backwards the entire time and then for the latter half my dishwasher was on so I had to edit that out it's it's I'm embarrassed and I'm sorry but the show must go on enjoy our discussion anyway we get into some good wish lists we get into some good discussions about games in the latter half and i appreciate you sticking with us thank you and enjoy the new podcast art courtesy of our friend jay out in edmonton a canadian artist who we commissioned to do this work for us thank you jay credits in the show links oh and before i go we want to plug Wet'suwet'en Land Defenders, fund them, help them, support them, and we want to fund It's June, It's Pride Month, hell yeah, the uh, LGBT bundle uh, first brought to our attention by Devin Weersma over on Twitter. Both those top the show notes. The show goes on. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the CanadianGameDevs.com podcast, episode number... 212, Stéphane, imbécile, imbécile. Uh, going live for our patrons, June 5th, 2022. Ready for this one, Steve? C'est juin 2022 for patrons. <laughs> and going live for everyone else, uh, June 7th. I'm trying to present the show as more accessible, Steve. You know how they do everything in the two languages, of course. I think that'll help attract new viewers in. So just the pod, just the episode number is, is in French and nothing else. will Yeah, because yeah. the numbers are silly and fun to say, so I like them. Uh, this is a show covering all the games made in Canada and the people who create them. People like me, Steve, and increasingly you, unless you stop doing those Unity tutorials. No, I kind of stopped. Ah, that's fair. I, I threw that into you. the... I threw it into the... When, so, when I can do things and Sophia can do things without me having to do things with her. You know what I mean? Mm, I see what you mean. The, the, the four to five range, probably, huh? Yeah, like when I can just throw her in front of a screen or iPad or she just plays outside and then I can kind of dive back in. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. By then, we'll see. Unity 2.0 will be out or something. By the end, Unity will be absorbed into the U.S. Army and will be producing exclusively VR training missions to help uh, the Marines kill brown kids more efficiently. Yeah. Uh, but until then, that's the, my name's Steven. That's the rumor with... Um, with Tencent buying uh, Crytek because Crytek does like contract work for whatever government country they're in. Oh, they're in Germany. Yeah. I so think they, Germany? I think whatever country they're in, yeah. they do contract work for the German, like what for that government. And then Tencent was like rumored to buy them. So they're just huh. like, I don't know if there should be like, if like a, not just Tencent in general, I just mean like a foreign company should be buying. The funniest thing uh, about the World of Tank uh, forum controversy recently is, Steve, I don't know if you've seen this, but several times in the past year, 
uh, people are so into World of Tanks, they're trying to figure out how it's going that on the forums, there um, people who work in the military are like getting the schematics from work and like, like talking through it with friends, which is in fact a felony. And so like three different countries have had to like arrest people who are uploading military documents to the war, war, World of Tanks forums to try and figure out how the tanks work better. And it's so good. Like one in America and I think another country recently in Europe had to be like, oh, you actually can't download these and take them home. That's that's pretty <laughs> But it's, it comes from such like a genuine place of like, huh, this tank's not doing what we want it to. I guess we should figure out how the real tank works. I'll just grab <laughs> the, the blueprint for work at the army. <laughs> I have. It's so good. Uh, joining me, of course, Steve. Nope. Not Steven. Steve. Steven and Steve uh, are supported via patreon.com slash Canadian game devs. You can back us there for discord perks to the early access to the show game giveaways every month discounts for Canadian gaming events like E G L X and shout outs at the end of every episode at the credited patron tier or higher. Of course, top the show notes, uh, support the Witsu if you can put your money where your mouth is. Um, yeah. I don't even know if we want to touch on uh, Doug's devious lick of the Ontario election. It was it was pretty spectacular, but I guess that is the probably biggest news of the past week and will affect the Canadian game industry if anyone's been following the the OMDC to Ontario creates funding debacle. Um, at least, yeah, at least in Ontario. I don't know. I don't think. I don't know. Whatever. Doug Ford won. See mm-hmm. see what he fucks up. Mm-hmm. And if he fucks up stuff that's related to video gaming, then we can talk about it then or bring people on then to we'll talk, talk about, about it. it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, let's shovel some paperwork at the top of the show, Steve. Of course, people are hiring game devs like you, dear listener. Kixi in Victoria, BC is looking for devs, lead, a VP, and more. Open to remote within Canada or at their Victoria office. A-Game Studios is looking for a Unity C-sharp dev. If you can work in that engine, in that language, get paid for it. Crimson Herring Studio is looking for a game programmer for Unity. All of these on the site, CanadianGameDevs.com slash jobs. Uh, and I want to plug the Vancouver Development Game Dev Summer BBQ Meetup uh, because they jumped in my Discord and asked to plug it. And uh, again, as we said two weeks ago, Steve, all you have to do to get on this podcast mm-hmm. is join the Discord and talk to us. Mm-hmm. They have free hot dogs, free prizes. They said, bring your own food or drinks at the end. I don't understand why they would say that. B- BYOBB. Extra B is for burger. What's it be? Extra, yeah, burger. perfect. <laughs> Come to Homer's BBBQ. <laughs> extra B is for BYOBB. I bought a I bought a barbecue this week. Ooh, gonna hook it up today. That's Very a game changer, Steve. Oh, I can't. I I'm had so a barbecue excited. for two months in 2018, and it was two of the best months of my life. Yeah, we had a barbecue in in Toronto on our deck, but our, it was tiny and. It was great, but then it quickly became too annoying to use. So I'm very excited that now I have a big deck that I can put a big barbecue on. Yeah, one Just one purchase I bought. Dev Owen Sound Summer BBQ Meetup. <laughs> Maybe there is a there was that there was a developer here. Um, oh yeah, they did that game we played for Game Slice. Yeah, so self right. Uh, I can't remember. That was a really good platformer. Yeah. Uh, Die Society. Good. In Toronto, still looking for uh, volunteers, uh, speakers, and people who want to show off their games for Super Festival. And Steve, they just announced they're going to be paying an artist to help them uh, with an ongoing game jam for the next couple of months. Uh, I think it's $2,000 honorarium, which I think just means they just give it to you and just like, this is all we can give you and please mm-hmm. work with us. Uh, and so they'll be looking for an artist to help with that. They didn't pay for that plug, but the Hand Eye Society just does such good stuff. I, I like 
I like plugging them. I agree. And Rikashi's always in the Discord hyping us up. So shout outs to Rikashi. Mm. Shuffle some paperwork did his, on. Did his game come out on on play to, on the crank thing? So they rolled him out a new game every week or two, and I don't know if his is out yet. But in the releases this week, there is a Canadian dev who's on now, which is cool. Oh, nice. Um, but we'll, we'll be talking about you that. You don't have your play day, right? I don't. I got the second wave. I was trying to buy it during an escape room, actually. I was, like, crawling through a tunnel with the thing out on my phone refreshing. It was actually kind of funny. That's, that's pretty great. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, let's talk about some games news gaming news game releases lots of games have come out in the past two weeks since our last pod not a lot of news steve although i do want to touch on two things um you you, you know the game highlighters the puzzle swap meets uh, that other nes puzzle game i can't remember game by eros in our discord they just announced some new features and in a composer is signed to the project which things are getting official when you sign a composer steve mm-hmm. uh, you're putting money on the table you know what i mean you're making mm-hmm. investments uh, they put out a track from the, the album that I'll DM them and see if they mind if I plug into the show. Cause it's nice. Like it, it's, it's hitting, you know what I mean? In fact, you could put it right here. I could. We'll see. Uh, they also uh, announced they're overhauling their difficulty. So now there's there's three modes, Steve. There's standard. Uh, you have to clear a thousand lines, medium speed, three minute time bonus. Dwarf, 300 levels, slow speed. Oh, I think it's just the two actually. Oh, and giant, which is fast speed, two minute bonus. So I'm like, I'm, I'm, I know this is minutia inside baseball following a game's development, mm-hmm. but I'm very excited for highlighters. And so they've been sparse on the updates and I want to keep the game on people's radar. You know what I mean? Do they have a, a release date? Not yet. Not even a Steam page. Like, and I, I talked to Eros a lot on the, on the side and in DMs and they're like, yeah, like this is all of our side project. You know what I mean? Right, right. There is another piece of news, by the way, but anyways. Okay. I should throw that in. Um, the other bit of news, I got two. I got two. I want to. I want to go through quick because that's one I forgot to copy over, and then and then I'll hit yours. Uh, Steve, that definitely real Dragon Age is now called Dragon Age colon Dreadwolf, and this is coming from Bioware via a post on their website. Quote: Whether you're new to no, let's not do that. Um, <laughs> what is useful in this blog post at all? Uh, the fact that it's called Dreadwolf, and I know that's really it. Dreadwolf, I know Dreadwolf is like important in Dragon Age lore. I forget who or what he is or whatever. Does the does the blog post talk about that? So Solus is the Dreadwolf. Uh, some say he might be an ancient elven oh, god. Solus? What? Really? Some say not. Oh, he was in two. Say, like it opens Solus, comma the Dreadwolf. Others say a betrayer of his people. This is the like bald guy everyone memes, right? I don't play Dragon Age. 
Um, the, was he the Vlad and Steve with the? We did hint at this w- return when we announced the game in 2018 using the hashtag #DreadWolfRises. Oh my god! Sure, guys, <laughs> you have had three creative directors leave this project since 2018, so I'm sure that was a coherent strategy since the beginning. Apparently, he made. Uh, apparently, he made. He was in the third game, so I don't. Even, I can't even remember, no. man. It's been so long. I like Dragon Age. 2014, like the- right? Um, PS4 launch window, one game of the year that year, didn't it? I think so. Or 2013, then it 20, been. 2014, it came out. Okay, then it, I remember it winning game of the year, and I was like, huh. I liked it. It was a lot of fun. I liked, uh, and I liked one and two. Two kind of gets poo pooed on, but I, I thought it was all right. Um, mm. But yeah, it's, I mean, it's been, it'll be a decade before this next, like, before the next one comes out. Like, I. <laughs> yep. I don't know. Like uh, I will probably play it, but I'm just like, oh man, just fucking show me something. Just <laughs> any like, why can't you just have like a teaser to show the characters or something? I mean, like, they we, did. They, that was the Game Awards trailer was Solus, right? And everyone lost their minds. And then there was that concept art, and then another Game Awards. Trailer, all I remember is concept art. I feel like at this point we've seen more of the Mass Effect than we've seen of Dragon Age. That's potentially true. The the blog post and Steve, we suspect you may have questions and they'll be answered in time. While the game won't be releasing this year, we're growing closer to that next adventure. Uh, it's fun to dunk on Bioware because they're actively trying to, you know, not mm, actively trying, but I'm sure is desperately behind the scenes trying to figure out how to shut down any sort of labor movement from their devs, which Steve... Yeah, I'm we, happy to hype, say right we got here hype, the pod, hype, 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 hype. We will be talking to the keywords devs in Alberta this Thursday, which will be after the vote is announced on Monday. So it'll, it could be a what's next or a what did we learn from this for the next one? Um, but yeah, stay tuned for an interview with the unionizing devs at keywords working in Bioware's office in Edmonton. Mm-hmm. Or they're not working because they didn't want to so they went to file a union and then their employer immediately folded and conceded they could work from home as long as they wanted i have another tweet i want to plug that you weren't too uh, interested in talking about or you said this isn't really news but i looked into this guy and and they they seem to have like some authority on the game space charles randall at charles randall you just want to poo poo on ubisoft i do (laughs) i do uh, Ubisoft keeps quote Ubisoft keeps pushing for people to come back to the office so hard I can tell you when they have staff meetings by how many people reach out to me for jobs afterwards Ubi pays so little that even in indie companies can easily match poach that place dry all the quotes are different indie studios being like hey we're hiring hey we're hiring it's so good and this is like further um, part of an ongoing story like since the whole 2020 summer Ubisoft fell apart hammer talent people are leaving the studio so fast that no one there knows how to use the engine or parts of the engine because everyone who knows it quit oh uh, that's that's like, <laughs> I, t- I don't know if i told you the story but like anecdotally i've heard people who left ubisoft for other jobs are getting messaged by their replacement asking how to do the thing they did because yeah. no one there knows how to do it anymore. That's how fast people are leaving. The institutional knowledge <laughs> is actually leaving the company with them. Also never do that. Someone messaged me that one time after a company I left and it's fucking mm. terrible. No, no message your boss. Be like, Hey, why doesn't anyone at this company you run know how to do the thing you say, you know how to do. That's what you do. <laughs> but, yeah. um, this is, this is interesting. And, uh, Charles is a good follow for, uh, for, for good anecdotal, 
uh, gaming tidbits. It's not surprising at all that Ubisoft would pay pay shit as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm sure you started I missed from you, Steve. Unless you had any thoughts on Ubisoft. Uh, no, not really. Tunic got announced for PS4 and PS5. Oh, yeah. At the PlayStation. So did, thing. So did another Canadian game, but we decided we were, you know, we're not doing that one. Right, despite despite it was actually. going to be the, um, our most anticipated. But Tunic, but, which is a fucking great game. It's a stellar game, Steve. That trailer was really good. I haven't seen a trailer for the game yet, and that trailer is really well constructed. It ends with like the whole instruction booklet closing and yeah. slamming. To, like, the t- it's really well done. It was it was a good trailer. Um, Are you gonna get it? I don't know because I have it on. Uh, you have it on Steam Deck. But you I don't, don't get trophies. It? Although the trophies are hard, Steve. Like it's a hard game. So if that oh, helps, yeah. I haven't beaten it on. I haven't even beaten it. Um, it just says later this year, right? Doesn't think it was yeah. the actual date. I don't know. Or game time wait, decision. We'll see. Maybe. No, I, I'm, game time well, I'm looking at the tweet. I love that because it's a decision about a game. Yeah. Hmm. But it is. Oh, wait. Uh, September 27th. Oh, it's so close 27th. to my birthday. Dude, I'll get it for you. September 27th? Let's do it. Oh, oh it's PS4 and PS5. September 27th. There are secrets around every corner. There literally are. They, like I read a lot of game descriptions. <laughs> that is the best game description for Tunic possible. That's uh, true. Good stuff. Well, that's exciting. Uh, I guess that transitions well into game releases. Uh, out since last time we spoke to you, dear listener, the Big Con colon Grift of the Year edition, which is now my favorite one of those uh, ver- game version names. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, before that, it was, oh, what was the Darksiders one? It was like Death of, it wasn't Death of the Year edition. There was another good one I really liked, but Grift of the Year is my new favorite one. Um, the actual Grift of the Year would have been the purchase of Twitter if that went through, but since it didn't, it's the big con available now for the first time on Nintendo Switch, and this update is free for PC and Xbox players. Um Again, I have not played this game since launch when I encountered a rather big uh, skip a couple levels bug that sort of turned me off a little bit, but I know it's been updated intensely since then. Dave's been posting daily, Steve, and the team's been working so hard to bring this game to a point where I should really jump back in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially with this update and all the new content. And I bought it on Steam Deck uh, last week or two weeks ago. So now that's out. Uh, Welcome to shot. the Rockapella music video uh, called Gimme Money is really good. Linked in the show notes for this news story. Um, it, it's like it's like one of those, you know, the karaoke where the words fill in at the bottom. Like it's it's very 90s. It's mm. nice. I like it. Nice. By the way, the Darksiders one, I think you're talking about is Darksiders 2 Definite. Definitive edition. That's it. That's it. I saw that. I was like, wow, this, whoever made this marketing decision needs a raise. That's a Darksiders 2 definitive edition. That's so good. That's, that's, that's the kind of like, fuck it attitude you need, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what Nintendo needs when they did Splatoon and they were cowards Splatoon. about it. Splatoon. Cowards. Speaking of Playdate earlier, Vertex Pop, a lovely Toronto indie studio I quite like, makers of fine games like Graceful Explosion Machine Uh-oh, and Super Crush KO, has released their Playdate game. The Playdate, if you're somehow out of the loop in the game space, is a little um, yellow Game Boy-esque 
device which has a crank on the side uh, was created by the publisher of untitled goose game with the uh, rather large influx of cash they received there uh and it's an actual device you buy and the way they release games is their season passes every game's a different developer and they roll them out over i think like 24 weeks or something so the most recent one hyper meteor which is a great name in the vein of vertex box games is out now so if i Pardon me. If mm -hmm. I buy this, like I'm looking right now, play date 2023. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm fucked for this year. Yeah. Can I not get this game later on? No, all the seasons, uh, the first season's free as I understand it. And then I think to like <laughs> get more developers on and get more games on it, there will be like paid seasons of like, Hey, this next season's 24 games from 24 new developers. It's this much. And we'll roll it out once a week. I think that's their strategy. Oh, okay. If I add this to cart mm -hmm. right now, do I have to, do I have to pay right now? Or can I just put like a down payment? Just sit on it? Or no, it's a full payment. Or at least it was when I did it. Yeah, it's a full payment. I think payment. mine's still slated for July to September or something, which I guess we're getting closer to. So <laughs> Yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not I'll maybe I'll get this someday. I didn't realize it because that's kinda of cheap, two hundred bucks. That's not bad. Um I can see this being like a Walmart behind the glass thing in two to three years. You know what I mean? Like at the end where all this shit they don't know how to put under the other studio names. There's always that one column of stuff at the walmart glass that is like not nintendo xbox or playstation it's just like other gaming stuff you know what I yeah mean? yeah i can see this doing that it's funny they the country they're making it in can't buy it which is just what why what do you mean like the country i, I forget which asian country sorry i didn't follow the story that well uh that's make like the factory where all the parts are being made oh. this is being assembled yeah you yeah. can't buy it in that country yeah that makes yeah I mean, that it's, doesn't make sense, funny. but I understand. It that. does. Is that true funny. for like all, like any of the things that were made in China? Because uh, video games, like wasn't um, PlayStation, all that stuff, like kind of banned from it China? It wasn't China. It's a different country. But I, as I understand it, yes, a lot of what's exported from China is not purchased in China. Yeah. Like they approve every game you're allowed to buy there. Yeah. Um, Hypers anyway, Hyper Meteor. If anyone's listening to this and has a play date, please hop in the Discord and tell me what you think of Hyper Meteor. Uh, I want to play it. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Not going to lie. Mm-hmm. And mm. I'm a big fan. Yeah. And I'm a big fan of, uh, for text pop too. So they need to do, they don't need to do anything, but they, they I would like them to release, um, that game. I should know. Cause it's probably on steam deck. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What? Super crush KO or graceful explosion machine? No, great. Uh, super crush KO. It's on steam. That's where I played it. Yeah. I mean, my whole thing was that I wanted, you know, I wanted on, on PlayStation, PlayStation, but now hold on. Let's see. Oh, you got download. Download some uh, Super Crush KO. Everyone should play Super Crush KO. Not everyone should. If you don't like platformers or Guacamelee style action games, it's actually not going to be very enjoyable Super for you. But if you like those kind of games, Crush which I do, KO you should download Super Crush KO from Vertex Pop Games. I'm looking right now. And? Uh, oh, it's unknown. Is there a demo? Uh, you could make it known. Do we not get a code? I think I might have a code you just didn't redeem, but I'll check. Oh, that's actually, that's actually possible, too, because up until two months ago, any Steam code he sent me, I'd be like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, whatever. It's not, on my <laughs> uh, wish, it's not on my wish list, though. I'll add it to my wish list. You can play this. Oh, okay. Code. I'll play this in. Yeah, it's, it's unknown. Uh, so. Okay. Well, we'll maybe make it known by next week. Maybe not. Yeah. Um, I got two more releases to cover, Steve. One uh, we've been covering for a while on the site, and one Canadian game devs. Best ongoing Canadian game 2020. We're, of course, talking about Blackbird Interactive's Hard Space Colon Shipbreaker. 
there in Vancouver. Uh, Blackbird Interactive, big studio, uh, 250, I think, last time I checked devs. They're working mainly on Homeworld 3, but they have a couple, uh, what do they call it when, um, a couple irons in the fire, you know what I mean, Steve? Couple irons in the fire. I don't know. What's no. the saying? Like you, you got a couple things on the go at once. Like couple irons in the fire. Like you could brand uh, a couple things on. I get what you're saying. That might not be the saying. I don't There's know. Saying that I, I'm I'm messing up. Uh, I watch. I see. Let me paint the picture for you. It's a beautiful Thursday night. It's about two in the morning. Mm. Me and my friend Ed are on Discord. Just Good old Ed. Tuned out of our mind. Ed's the best. Love Ed. Shout out to Ed. We should get Ed on the show. Shout out to Ed. Uh, and I was like, Ed, have you played Hard Space? And they're like, No, I haven't. And I was like, You should play Hard Space. Cut to four in the morning. I've watched Ed play two hours of Hard Space Shipbreaker while we sang bluegrass together and uh, talked about unions because this is a very uh, political game. And I got to say, Steve, Hard Space Shipbreaker slaps. It mm. truly is a good game just all around. And it's different. Like it's a for those who don't know, you're in zero G in like a, a shipyard in space where old ships are taken to be broken down for parts and sold for scrap. It's a, it's a, it's a future kind of like a freedom wars situation where you have a, a debt to the Lynx corporation that's nice. like you'll never pay it off like every time you finish a mission it's like your eight billion dollars 770 million dollar debt minus 1200 it's one of those things uh and you're in this 3d space floating around the hardest part for me is is positioning myself i'm terrible at zero g games so watching someone else play it was really more enjoyable for me um but you're, you're basically using a couple different tools to cut apart ships in particular ways and they layer on systems as you go. So eventually there's like certain components, certain uh, areas of the ship are pressurized. So, you know, you don't want to cut into that part or it blows up and pushes the whole ship to the other side. You know what I mean? Right. Then there's different systems like oxygen, electricity, uh, other things that you have to cut in specific ways to make the scrap usable. Uh, and it's the point where like near the end, I was watching a Waypoint stream this week and you're like cutting like nuclear reactors out of ships very meticulously like you're defusing a bomb and you can't let it touch anything or it blows up so you're like moving it out like bead sweating on the brow like picking it up with your zero g thing and like moving it slowly through the ship because if you touch anything it just blows up and steve if you die in this game don't worry they cloned your entire genetic sequence at the beginning and they'll just print a new one of you we're not actually sure if it's the same you because of how we're cloning you could just be dying every time and we're just pasting a new one of you into the world you know what i mean mm -hmm. but we don't really worry about that and you are also liable for the cost of that uh new print job so we'll just tack that onto your total debt hard space is amazing steve that does sound pretty sweet. Um, it's on Game Pass, Steam, and Windows. Is it so? But is it hard though? Like are you like, is it hard for Steven or is it hard in general? Because you're it's hard for Steven. I, I think it's hard for Steven. I was watching uh, my friend Ed play, and they they were picking up the tutorial quite easily and, and going through it. I think I just have bad brain zero G space. You know what I mean? Yeah, I gotcha. But even, even with that, I was having fun. Like I was just like like you have like shoulder things you can shoot air to like move you around so i was just like spinning with the one shoulder thing on like Wee! you know like i was having fun still but if you're good at zero g and want to listen to some bluegrass well uh, a burgeoning labor movement potentially develops on a lynx ship destroyer check out hard space nice
Lastly, Steve, we plugged it a couple weeks ago again in Wishlist this, but The Last Taxi by Zen. <laughs> no, wait, I think it got delayed. I might be fake news. <gasps> there is I one other game. Like a, there is one other game, too. But you're I fake right. news you. I fake news you. It got delayed to June 7th. It would have been out last week, but they did one of those like, hey, we need like two more weeks. You oh, know, like okay. the, the Last of Us 2, Uncharted 4, like, hey, we're actually just going to delay it like two weeks. So we yeah. actually need those two weeks. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, yeah, but that's coming. That's coming. Uh, what, what else did I miss? Uh, you're a hater. Um, uh, super perils of baking came out yesterday i played it steve i played it we'll talk about the end of the show on uh playstation xbox switch and pc so you can play that's hard it's a remake of super perils of baking correct the lily mo game developers in guelph ontario shout out to mike green the only green mp in ontario but they uh partnered with calm rarity and last stand media correct uh, yeah, like I think I think Colin owns half or like slightly less than half of the studio because they made okay. games before. Um, like they made the Colin Rarity and that other guy YouTuber video game. Yeah, right? and even before that, they made Herbroxia, and then right. I think I think you, yeah. you liked Herbroxia, right? I did. It was really good. Perils of Baking, I think, was the game before. And that was like, oh, that's good. That's good. So now it's super perils. Yeah, yeah. And then I think like I I think they sort of partnered for that that twin breaker game that you and I weren't both kind of crazy about. And Mm -hmm. then when that went well for them, I guess then Colin like bought half the studio and Hybroxia Two was their first kind of like this is the like I own this or we like the full ownership or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But that came out. Is it? Do you want to talk about that now or wait till? We'll we'll talk about the end. We'll talk about the end. It's time, Steve, for everyone's favorite segment of the pod. Wishlist this, which I'll get to after this song. First up this week on Wishlist is a segment on this podcast where I get Steve to wishlist games made by Canadian developers because we are all beholden to the almighty Steam algorithm, which decides who gets to eat and who doesn't. So let's put some games on that wishlist and help these devs eat Steve first. Cornucopia by mm-hmm. Subconscious Games in Vancouver, BC. I like it. It's coming out April 14th, 2023. So a little under a year. Uh, wishlist it now on Steam. Quote. A heartwarming indie farming RPG. Grow crops, plant fruit trees and berry bushes, make friends, get married, raise and breed animals, pet assisted combat, card quests, fishing, racing, and fun minigames, a custom soundtrack, and much more. Will you restore the cornucopia? That that uh that steam description was like, you know the Vince McMahon meme where like he's like his face is getting bigger and he's like leaning back from the table? Yeah. <laughs> that was that was me reading that, because I want to do pet assisted combat. What what a weird way to say Pet assisted combat. I love that. Per the per the pause. Per the pause. Okay. Uh, Heather and Sophia just came in. So. Aye, aye, Captain. Oh, she's the one, Cole. What do you think of Cornucopia from Subconscious Games? In I didn't even read the name of the location. Vancouver, British Columbia. I'm liking the Steam description and, and picks. Yeah, I actually, so I already wishlisted it before, 
because mm. when he when they posted it in our Discord, I was like, oh, this is a this is a Heather game. This is my my wife would be mm. down with this from the get go. And in fact, I don't know if you're you're going to edit it really nicely or not, but. Heather and my daughter came in while we were recording this part and she saw this on my computer and she's like, what is, what is that? So they already, they already won her over. I think this looks really great too. The seed is planted literally like in the game and in Heather's brain. (laughs) And it has, um, the SNES, like the character models are like awesome. Like it it looks, scroll down. Like, do you see the chef guy? Like the BM master chef, like that, that art is so nice. (laughs) I really like the, the profile and then the zoomed out, like chubby running chef. Like it's really fun. Yeah, I like this. Like it a lot. Game looks great, and and they've been like hounding, not hounding us. Uh, they've been like really trying to get us to cover it. So of course we want to want to add it to our wish list. Um, I, I should I want to describe a little bit for viewers. It is two D ish. It's it's pixel art. Um, there's a lot of beautiful illustrations like of the characters, like kind of like how the cover of Harvest Moon versus the inside of Harvest Moon. You know what I mean? Yeah, because it. Cause like all those like farming sims are sort of like a top down looking mm-hmm. thing. Like, and this like one's too, and this do you looks move more into like, the background or I should actually pay more uh, attention to this trailer. trailer. Let's see. This, yeah. This yeah. You move like forward and backward on like a 2d plane. I think. Do you move? Hold on. But it no, looks you only like, move left or right. I think you do only move left or right. It looks like it, maybe it's like a little big planet situation where there's maybe like three or four planes that you can uh, kind of like like lanes. Jump. Yeah, that you can jump back and forth. But I don't know if foreground, it's like a full background. 3D thing. Yeah. Huh. Most They're definitely awesome. aping a lot of the uh, the farming game success stories we've seen. Um, mm-hmm. I really like the the mini game aspect to it. Like there are mini games in Stardew. There's mini games in Harvest Moon, but this one really seems to be leaning into like, let's just do a bunch of little non sequitur WarioWare style little interactions. Night in the Woods actually did that too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really like that because it, it, depending on how often they use it, like sometimes they'll just use it a couple times. If it's just like a little mini game that you do, I'm trying to think of a good example. Like, I don't know, cleaning out a machine every once in a while, you do a little mini game that you only do mm. when you do that. I, I, I really like that kind of thing in games because you can't get sick of it that fast. Yeah. There's classic slimes. I love this. This game looks great. Is it on your Steam wish list? Yes, it is. Excellent. I'm going to follow um, them. I'm going to follow them because they, because, because they did wish list it a couple days ago. Tattoo. And you need the updates, right? Like, for, is that for what I get? Either. I don't really know. I think you yeah. do. They post like news stories at the top. A, year, a little under a year. So you got you got time. And they have a Discord and and it looks like they're well on their way. You know what I mean? You know when you look at a Steam page, you're like, ah, oh, you guys seem to be in a good spot to start this. Mm-hmm. That's where it seems they are. Mm-hmm. Next game today on Wish List This is Radio Free Europa with Dev Scott Mikulski and published by Coffee Puck Games in Burnaby, British Columbia. Uh, if you ever see Burnaby in a game studio's handle, they probably worked at EA until they left and made that studio. So I'm just going to assume that's what happened here. Um, under when are you leaving early access? Scott says, I would love to have it in full release by the end of the year. But as this is my first quote unquote real game, I'm still learning how long things take to complete. Very honest, very straightforward. Quote, a top down 2.5 D spaceship spaceship shooter. Say that 10 times fast. Whoops. Choose your ship and upgrade it as you go, as you fight your way back to Earth to deliver a message. <laughs> Fast-paced dogfights. I'm struggling, man. <laughs> Massive bosses, vibrant graphics, and an original soundtrack that reacts to the gameplay. I love when the soundtrack reacts to the gameplay. 
genuinely mm-hmm. like it's one of my favorite things like like ape out and does it like obviously it's one of the core mechanics but like now i can't think of a good example off the top of my head this game looks good it's very yeah, zoomed out you know what i mean like go to the fourth screenshot and look how small your character is like this is a bullet hell of bullet hells you know what i mean Mm, like this this is hell and you are surrounded by bullets (laughs) but yeah you you zip around it does look like uh the perspective stays fixed pretty zoomed out the backdrops are gorgeous there's like a lot of really striking space stuff in the background like like the 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 planets and and objects sort of fill the whole frame like two-thirds of your background is like a planet like to give you that sense of like wow i'm this small relative to the other thing yeah, I was just going to say, I think that's like, I think the camera thing is sort of by choice because it does look like it really is. You're just like this tiny little nothing. It gives a big sense of scale, which yeah. you really need. In split. Like go to the very, uh, sorry, I'm not going to count this. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, tenth screenshot has like a Saturn behind the moon. So you're like, oh, the moon's pretty big. Oh, yeah. And then you see the rings and you're like, oh, <laughs> so that's cool. Any thoughts? Steve? I like it. It looks good. I just want to watch this gameplay trailer because the thing I, I feel like I say this a lot. The thing is always like the weapons. I want mm. it to be cool. You know what I mean? And yeah. uh, I do. I do like the colors and all that stuff because it looks like you shoot mostly like bright colors, like pink and red and stuff. Huge. Um, like if you go to like uh, forty seconds in the trailer, the, the stats page is intense. There are a lot of numbers, uh, <laughs> um, but it looks like uh, oh, yeah. from the from the start of the trailer, you have like your dock where you you slot on you know your guns mm-hmm. um there's different chassis with different abilities it looks cool it does look really cool is radio free europa hopefully leaving early access next year on your steam wish list yes it is excellent the game just came out in early access like two weeks ago so we, we got it just at the start oh let me see hold on radio free let me do uh see if it has steam deck yeah, let's see. Let's see. Mm. It's a twin stick shooter. Every time, like, I'm imagining a. Oh, I should turn my fan off. It's causing background audio. Hold on. Okay. While you do that, I can search for this. I opened it for it's so hot. I just looked at my ass and there's a little. Oh, you can see the little thing? I can see the little thing. All right. Radio. Uh, hold on. Radio. I wonder why it's called that, because that's like a Radio Free Europa. There we go. Like Radio Free Asia is one of the uh, U.S. government's like, quote unquote, news agencies in China. So I wonder if it's a reference like Radio Free is like a saying or something. Maybe it's unknown on Steam Deck. Ah, Well, we'll figure it out sometime in the near future. The twin stick shooter, like you got the sticks and the triggers. Like, I don't know. Yeah, Maybe I got to imagine it would work. <laughs> yeah. The ones that don't seem to work are either like really super old or they have like anti-cheat stuff. Or you were saying text-based stuff because there's no keyboard, right? Those are the ones that are just like, you can play this, but it's not. Like there are certain points where it's not ideal. Because mm. there's like three There's like three settings. It's like fully playable, playable, mm-hmm. but there's like something wrong and then like not playable at all. Mm. <clears throat> so something like Dota was you could crazy. play it <laughs> like you could play it but you probably like you probably shouldn't play yeah, it you could play overwatch on switch <laughs> you oh yeah you could play witcher 3 on switch you shouldn't play anything on switch sentience by the way is unknown on steam deck too you gotta huh 
We applied. I think we applied for a dev kit, but I don't think we got one. I don't remember. I can play it right now if you want to tell you. Yeah, figure that out. Well, I pull up the last game today okay. for wish list. This in retrospect by Paper Salamander Games. Great name in Toronto, Ontario. Releasing TBD quote. Are you prepared to travel back into your memories and tell me about your life in retrospect? Craft your own story and gameplay based on which collectibles you focus on. Health, wealth, love, education, creativity, or spirituality. Which direction will your life take? Crush that one. There we go. Made up for the other two. I was going to say, oh, it's a retro platformer. And then I realized what the name of the game is called. So (laughs) (laughs) oh shit, you're right. (laughs) No, that's good. No, that is a real Steven moment. Yeah. We were just talking, like you were just talking a couple weeks ago. You're like, uh, especially in reference to super perils of baking. You're like, I don't want to play these super difficult die a million times to clear one screen levels. I just want to play a classic platformer where I get to the end and progress. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this feels like that. Like the the fifth screenshot is giving me some like some zero G maybe like shoot yourself around. You see the little key in the bottom, right? We're going to have some like uh backtracking maybe. Um, the, the premise is really interesting because there's these orbs that represent all these things, health, wealth, love, education. Wow. In the sixth screenshot, you're just getting swallowed by a whale. I wonder if this is going to go some weird places. Wow. There's a lot of weird shit in these screenshots and like the, <laughs> third last one there's like a beheaded vampire what is, is <laughs> happening i don't know who this person's life is but it seems a lot more exciting than mine oh that last lo- that last level looks grim as well that's the, the uh, wealth time. that's the wealth route <laughs> if you go exclusively wealth it looks like uh the 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 crimson burning skies of mordor um the second last one is the love route you just go to the beach Formerly, I don't know if that's true. Chica- formerly Chicago developer as well. Oh, nice. So you, just, you just made the cut. You moved to Toronto. You made oh, the cut. they were DMing me, I think, because I, I, I spent a couple of weeks there. Yeah, Zero is messaging me. Yeah, because uh, that's their name in our Discord. They run a site called Negative World Nintendo, which which you see a lot of traffic. They were telling mm-hmm. me about. They started it 20 years ago, uh, which is funny. It was like one of those early like game news sites. Negative World Negativeworld.org. Yeah, they would uh, cover Nintendo games and host forums for Nintendo players. There are so many Nintendo fan sites. It's weird. Oh, yeah. It's absurd. But yeah, uh, they said... um, uh, Yeah, I actually moved here with my wife from Chicago last summer and got permanent residence and just got permanent residence, so I don't have a day job yet. Uh, I know a lot of the studio devs here, but I work solo myself. It's more like a hobby for me, but I take the... But the type I take seriously and spend a lot of free time on, so... That's a little context for in retrospect, which interesting premise. I want to see, I want to do the full love route and then the full wealth route and see how it goes. Yeah. This website looks like it's from 2002. The, uh, oh man, what was that? Uh, Rick and Morty VR game where he's like, uh, you live an entire person's life in like 20 minutes and he's like, <laughs> Uh, I'm doing the cancer remission route or something. It's like that, but for a, a 2D platformer. Fuck. You know what we should talk to them about, though? You know mm. what they have? What Fuck do they a have? Game da- a game database. 
Uh, we should talk. To them. <laughs> hey, Paper Salamander, uh, we'll wish list your games if you could uh, build a video game database for our I website. Build. I just want. I just want to know what to, how to do it. I don't know. We do. Don't we know. do need help. Yeah. Oh, we're also getting a new podcast start, but you'll see that, of course, in the feed. Steve is in retrospect by Toronto-based Paper Salamander Games on your Steam wish list. Yes, it is. Excellent. Um, yeah, I'm super excited about this new podcast art. Uh, we're, we're getting a couple couple uh, commissions from an Edmonton-based artist uh, who, re- who responded to our, our tweet. And I gave them a couple like general ideas, and they just made it look great. So I'm, I'm very happy. Um we're going to, ha- I think we're going to do one for the patron feed, one for the normal feed. And then I'm going to do one for like each episode on the site. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's okay. uh, that's what I'm thinking. <sighs> Exciting times um, here at CanadianGameDevs.com, including in our discord where Steve, I just want to pull up the, this one picture from Twitter that I didn't get a chance to talk about with anyone in there, but uh summer game fest was uh tweeting. Of course I'm, I'm already sick of summer game fest, but that's a whole other thing. <laughs> I specifically wanted to talk about don't quote, don't miss the world premiere new look and reveal for the Gotham Knights video game. Garbage sentence. How is it a world premiere for a game that got announced several years ago? What does world premiere even mean anymore? How do you reveal a game that got announced several years ago? That's a horribly crafted sentence, Steve, and I just want to highlight it. That's fair. But it's a world premiere for that footage, though. You know what I'm saying? Don't miss a world premiere new look and reveal for the Gotham Knights video game. Okay, I guess it technically works, but I hate no, it. No, it is stupid. Yeah, I hate it. <laughs> uh, you can watch it in IMAX Thursday. Oh. Uh, the the Summer Game Fest, not specific. Well, I guess this trailer will be in that, but I guess a couple IMAX theaters are showing Joff's thing this year, which, huh. Maybe that would be cool. Like the whole point of these is to just see really, really good CGI for an hour. That has no bearing on the final product, of course. But with that, like pretense, seeing it in IMAX would probably be like the way to see those trailers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hmm. Um, I'm playing uh, Sentience on Steam Deck. How's it go? You, I think you could put the verified sick thingy on it. At least, the, at least the yellow message. Then. Yeah, message him and just be like, "Yo, bro." Yo, Gabe. At it's least good. give us worry. the yellow. At least. At least. I'm trying to kill this fucking robot, though. Um, was anything else discussed in the Discord this week you want to highlight, Steve? <coughs> the PlayStation thingy happened. Right. That was like your. Oh, it was very Steve shit. specific, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Resident Evil 4 Remake, Resident Evil 8 <sighs> PS5, Resident Evil 8 VR mode, Final Fantasy 16 eyegasm trailer. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a lot going Cl- on. The Tunic Clipso on Protocol. PS5. Clips What's that protocol. one? It's it started all so it's from a Dead Space dev. Oh, that's uh, oh, this was the one they showed at the Game Awards like a couple years ago, and it was yeah, like a so huge it, marine looking guy giving the talk. He was cool. I think, and I think like it was supposed to be um, like a PUBG world thing, mm, like in space. Uh, like it was actually supposed to take place in the PUBG universe. You're right. I remember that. <clears throat> and yeah, it's basically. Uh, Clipso Protocol is set in 2320 as a prison colony called Black Iron, operated by the mm. United Jupiter Company and located on Jupiter's moon. Player takes a role, prisoner, blah, 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 blah. Basically, it's Dead Space. Um, nice. It's from the Dead Space guy, too. Yeah. The, and so oh, I was joking. What was that game? They sh- <coughs> Visceral, right? Visceral Studios? Yeah. The, yeah. And I was joking that, like, yo, so this comes out December 2nd. Mm-hmm. Dead Space Remake comes out 
January, like January, and the Resident Evil mm-hmm. Four remake comes out in March. Dude, dude, is this the is this the school year of horror? Is this the? <laughs> I was Maybe trying to do know. year of horror, but we just missed it a little bit. Resident Evil Two remake just set all this in motion because everyone was like, "Whoa!" It really did. Like yeah. it really did. It's the template, you know. Yeah. So, I'm. I was excited for that. Um, yeah, I want to know. Sixteen looks dope. Stray. The stray one got me. The cat cart parkour game. That's yeah. That and what was exciting about that is it's going to be on the PlayStation Plus, like whatever extra. Oh, you're right. They dropped that right at the end. But it's only the two higher tiers, right? Not mine. Yeah, those bastards. Yeah. You gotta pay, man. They do. Yeah. Well, I'll just buy. The are you are, are you not copying it? Are you not doing the? the no, I'm tiers? sticking with I'm sticking with Plus just until like I don't know. I, I have too many subscriptions. You know what I mean? That's fair. I think no matter what, I will have the. Um, Oh, see, I don't know. Before the trophy situation, I was like, I'll do the PS4, PS5 group one mm-hmm. to have those games kind of available. But now you but can now get that, trophies. But now that they're putting trophies and, and PS1 Wild games. Arms and Siphon Filter and whatever mm-hmm. else comes out, that is... That's literally a game changer. Yeah, that that is... Oh, okay, yes, I will, I'll do that. <laughs> I'll live vicariously so, through you then. I'm excited to play Wild Arms uh, PS1 game. Hmm... So yeah, there is there's some stuff there. The um, but you know it wasn't really. I love how they tacked on right at the end. Like, did you notice like at, between when they announced it and when they were like promoting it later, they added the summer game fest tag to all the tweets and the pictures. So like, yeah, it just got like what? absorbed into what summer is game summer fest. game fest. Is that the Keelys? Yeah, it's the Keelys. So basically. It, and it's still twitch.tv slash the game awards, I think, or it was last year. They might have got a real one this time, but it was literally just on the game awards Twitch last time, which was really funny. But um, yeah, basically, Joff is creating the game Nintendo when's Direct it? copy monopoly, basically. Yeah. So when's like the when, like, I guess it started it? with the PlayStation thing and it allegedly oh, goes till an event at the end of August or something. Like June 9th is Summer Game Fest, June 10th, Geek. Weekend week or something. Steve, there's approximately 300 streams in the next week. June 12th is the Xbox one. I'll actually tune. The interesting thing about that showcase, Steve, is they're pitching it everywhere as the Xbox and Bethesda showcase. They're not saying Xbox and Activision. They're not saying Xbox and Double Fine. They're they're saying Xbox and Bethesda explicitly. That's how Mm -hmm. much the Bethesda name, I think, matters to them because people like Bethesda, uh, uh, people have attachments to Bethesda. They don't have to Xbox, I think. Yeah. I mean, they don't have anything this year as well because they delayed those two games. So didn't Forza Horizon come out this year? Or was that last year? Uh, Horizon Five. That was this out. year. Horizon. Wait, what's that? Oh, for five? Horizon Five. Oh, it was November last year. Did they not release anything this year? No, and and Starfield and Red Dawn or whatever it's called got delayed. Huh. So I don't think they have anything. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm, I'm, on the assuming, website. I'm on the I'm on the Wikipedia right now. The next one coming out is oh, apparently Forza Motorsport was announced, and apparently there's this. a Forza. <laughs> so you know, on you know, on Wikipedia tables, like a you've seen a Wikipedia table. So I go the last game they released, Xbox Game Studios, Halo Infinite, December eighth. The only other Xbox Game Studios game with a date is grounded, leaving early access this year, which will probably happen. 
And then, and then I can scroll for maybe two screens of other games that are just TBD. That's just every studio they bought since 2017. Like, oh yeah, I'm seeing that now. <laughs> Dusk Falls, Contraband, Avowed, Everwind, Fable, Forza Motorsport, Perfect Dark. It just keeps going. State of Decay 3. The Outer World. They announced an Outer Worlds 2. I just found out about that. <laughs> here, gotta oh, start remember, releasing remember some the of these trailer? games. Oh, dude, go watch the trailer. Is it bad or is it good? No, it's amazing. It's okay, amazing. I watch this off, but um. It's Xbox it's, is that a world's two trailer is just a teaser, but it, it just makes fun of it's it's great. Watch it. Okay, good. I'll watch it. I think it was like E three or not E three. I think it was like June thirteenth, twenty twenty one. Yes, that was probably Xbox's. You know what thing um, last year? You know what did come up on uh true achievements? What someone found mm. is uh someone got achievements in Goldeneye, like Goldeneye hmm. sixty four, which now that's not part of Rare Replay, right? No, it's not because because huh. it's always kind of been unknown about that game because who owns it? Yeah, who owns that license? Um, not rare, not Xbox, not Nintendo. Complete the damn on any difficulty. Two gamers have it on huh. true achievements. Fuck yes. What platform is that? Series XS? Uh, I don't know. Well, true true achievements dot com. I think it's just anything Xbox. Right, but I'd be wondering if they they're going to do a PC or just Series SX. I don't know. I'm booting up the I'm booting up the Xbox of this comes out. I'll fucking cop this. I don't care if it's four hundred dollars. I'll buy this day one. I did actually. That was one of the few N sixty four games that was rated higher than E. I did manage to play as a child. No, no one could touch me in that game, dude. I, yeah. was, I went to a video game um, tournament. Mm-hmm. In Guelph, when I was in school there, and I, f- I fucking wiped the floor out of everyone there. That's <laughs> awesome. Like, literally went 10 and 0 and 0 and 0. Like, I just. That's so good. I just knew the spawn. Like, it was totally bullshit now. Like, I knew the spawn points and everything. Like, I wasn't yeah. screen sharing. Like, I just know that game. No, Steve, it's not bullshit if everyone can do it. If everyone can do it, it's balanced and you were better than them. Yeah. Sucks to suck, doesn't it? <laughs> Guelph nerds from 2005. <laughs> Guelph nerds from 2005. Now probably outer boroughs of Toronto nerds in 2022. Maybe. I've been playing a lot of games, Steve. Can I tell you about some of them? Yes, please. I'm continuing oh, sure, to be have. a Rocket League god, just like just winning like 10 games in a row. Like it, it is like I haven't fell this deeply into a multiplayer game, I think, since Last of Us in 2013. Like I haven't been this consumed in my spare time by a, mo- yeah. uh, a multiplayer game. Are you what are you playing on? Playing on Xbox, but does, uh, everyone else I'm playing with is oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like I play with people on PC and PS4 all the time, like in the same All party. Right. All right, nerd boy. I'll fucking. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because I miss um, playing games with you. I want to play games with you. We do need to play. Just, when we took uh, some time to play. That dwarf game that was so much fun. Just that that hub world. What was that called? Dwarf. Oh, um, the PS um, Plus game from earlier this year. Oh, it's gonna yeah. bother me. <clears throat> I like that game too. I was really into that game too. That was good. Oh was man, fun. when you could just turn the spaceship to zero G and just kick the can around, that was fun. There's a lot of trophies in the like hub world of that game where you had to just do various things, like drink a lot of beer and just throw <laughs> um, throw barrels into certain places and stuff. And that's I just awesome. spent like a whole, whole evening one time just getting trophies for it. That's so much fun. Like yeah, a little checklist. Like you, you're the that was your untitled goose to do list, uh, and that in the town that was the space station. Yeah, there's just it, there's a lot of humor with that. What the what's it called now? Um, dwarf something. It's not. Uh, I don't even think dwarf is in it. Is it something about? 
this there's someone is hitting their head with their phone as we're I talking definitely, about. hold on hold on i got hold on hold on or, deep rock galactic <laughs> deep rock galactic i'm so sorry listeners uh i think the yeah, new we, season i think the new season just came out for that too i've been meaning to jump into it anyway sorry broccoli you're a nerd broccoli's good i'm a nerd card full planning uh i am now three out of four doors opened and it is just uh, uh, like the feeling that the, there's two two kinds of of completing a level in that game um the first is i get to the screen i stare at it for like 30 seconds and then i just do the solution first hit and get out and that feels mm. amazing the second one and this is where like other games like quantum conundrum or portal or in the, the 3d versus 2d is obviously different I usually reach a point in puzzle games where I just give up and look it up. Hasn't happened yet. There's been ones. I think the most I've spent on one screen is probably like, I don't know, maybe eight to 10 minutes. And then I'm like, oh, shoot, I got it. And then that feels good. So so those are those are like my, my two really good feelings at the end of every level that do feel kind of different. Like when you just like look at the screen and just solve it in your head and then just execute it first try. You you do feel like a Navy SEAL, you know, <laughs> like you feel yeah. you feel like all the targets were shot at once and all dropped and someone caught them. You know what I mean? Uh, so so cardful planning still and I'm going to view it this week. Probably. I feel like I'm close. Um, I have three of the four card abilities now. Yeah, I played a little bit on Steam Deck and I enjoyed it. I just haven't I just I didn't play many games this week at all. Mm. So. That's okay. I made up for it. Uh, I encountered two more score bugs in NHL 22, Steve. If that adds some more points of data to the uh, the line, they were both the score bug, where like the announcers say one score and the giant numbers on the screen are wrong. Hmm. Um, oh wait, so yeah. wh- which wait which one is wrong? The the ones on the screen or the announcers? The, sc- the screen's wrong. The announcers are right. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah, <laughs> it's really funny. They'll be like, and after three, we're going into overtime. It's two two, and it's just two dash zero on the screen. I'm like, guys, guys. Um, Apex Mobile, Steve. Uh, not as uh, far as I can tell, wholly developed by the Vancouver offices of respawn uh they actually contracted another team who actually might be canadian i should have checked before i started talking about it you know what i mean um the other team is oh man it's a different logo when you start the game but they don't list it they only list electronic arts that's rude but there is like another studio logo when you launch the game okay let's see what's on mobile it's good steve and it's not as good as rocket league sideswipe um I am impressed this game works on a phone and I have played two games and I won both of them. So I'm feeling really good about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Wikipedia says that it's in development and collaboration with a Chinese mobile company. Uh, that makes sense. They're probably trying to hit that market too. And this would be the perfect game to sort of get in there. Let's compete with, uh, I think is PUBG already in there or maybe that was the, Call of Duty Mobile. I forget. The game is published by Electronic Arts and developed by Chinese company Lightspeed and Quantum Studios, a subsidy of Tencent and developer of PUBG Mobile. So, oh, so this might have no Canadian involvement whatsoever. Didn't, uh, didn't they also do, um, fuck that other mobile game, Call of Duty Mobile? Oh, they might have. And that Diablo Immortal? I thought that was internal because that was at BlizzCon, right? Or, yeah, don't you have phones? Don't you have phones? Steve, Net, it's, Net, NetEase is the developer of that, and they're another Chinese company. Oh, I've heard that name a lot. Yeah. The <clears throat> the thing that feels bad about Apex is, like, I just propped my phone up and then connected my controller and then just got, like, 17 kills and 3,000 damage, and I was like, oh, everyone else is playing touch controls. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. The touch controls are rough. There, <laughs> There is a lot. Think of every button on a controller. <laughs> And then think of a, a flat screen. And uh, I do not envy the team at um, 
Do they not like simplify it or anything like that? Or so wait, I'm gonna just- I'm gonna send you a picture because it's it's a bit jarring. Basically, everything that would happen on the right side of the controller is on the right side. Everything that would happen on the left side is kind of on the left side of the screen. But you have to actually like touch here. I'll send you this. In so this why screen. not if if you can do a controller anyways? Why not just make it a mobile version of the game? Like like so and let you play like. Cause like I remember when yeah right like, so uh, there is no connection with the um uh, PC <clears throat> version at all or the console yeah like I remember when my friend had his kid he played a lot of Fortnite on his phone and I would play with them so I'd be playing on Switch and and you know we didn't do well but we were still yeah. playing together like me on Switch and him on phone yeah and as long as the 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 stream playing with mobile is like noted like you are playing with mobile players and you can opt yeah. out of that stream it's fine so yeah look at this pic i sent in discord basically yeah it's a mess I fucking it's a mess it. there's I two that. six eight nine twelve thirteen fourteen there's 14 things you can touch on the right side of the screen there's two four six seven eight nine there's 10 <laughs> things you can touch at the bottom of the screen and there's Eight things you can touch on the left side. Um, it's a mess. They try to do the transparent button things. Um, it just doesn't, you know, it, 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 especially after playing hundreds and hundreds of hours on PC and console feels bad to play. But I would say the port is good in terms of this studio is tasked with putting Apex on a mobile phone and having it function. And if that's our if that's our if that's our bar, I'd say it's a good port. You know what did I mean? Did you did you play as the mobile um, specific character or whatever? I don't think there is one. I think that was just a rumor. Oh. Uh, at least unless I couldn't tell. Uh, it, that is the annoying thing is like it launched and like none of my stuff carries over from PC, so I'm automatically yeah. like not wanting to play this game because you only get one hero to start, whereas the actual game starts with six or seven. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that, you actually start with less in the mobile man. game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I got two wins and I'm undefeated, so I'm gonna probably you just never retire play. then. Yeah, yeah exactly. I think I will. Undefeated from the world. I think the first one was like a Fortnite thing where like I was just because there was no matchmaking. Like I hit battle royale and it just launched. So I was like, oh, I think I'm playing with all bots. But the second one was mm-hmm. definitely real people. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna count one of those. But Apex Legends Mobile works with a controller. You just spank kids. Like Steve, I had over 3000 damage. I've my, my, my record all time is like 2,100, you know, <laughs> like my record since 2018 is probably like 2,100 damage in one map. And then my second match of apex mobile, I broke it by 900. So it is the skill floor is drastically lower. Yeah. I, um, I download rocket league. Nice. I'll play sound for that. Um, so I'm going to send you my trophy list and then see what you can can clean up. Yeah. You can, you can kind of, uh, you can kind of put up a battle plan. I've hundred percent of this game on three platforms. So, and it has 77 achievements, which is impressive. Yeah. There's a a lot here. I don't need to buy anything for these things, right? For these. No, 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 no. It all just works. Yeah. The, uh, last game I wanted to highlight is i played a short hike for the first time since yeah. it launched i was having a rough night the past couple weeks steve and i just sat on the couch and i was like i'm not gonna be sad right now i'm gonna play a short hike so i downloaded it i actually uh found out like when i bought the game on itch.io way back when i got a steam key so i was like oh shit sick so i redeemed that and started playing on a new a new save on steam mm, the, game's beautiful, steve. the game's perfect the game's oh. just and, and so like you you i took a different uh 
I think just like, cause I couldn't remember what I did last time. Like I did take a different approach, like path through and like, uh, like the first thing I noticed was like, I saw like the, the side of the cliff goes down a little bit and there's an umbrella and I'm like, Oh cool. So I like fall down and that teaches you the umbrella bounces. And then where I landed, there was like a toy shovel. So I started digging on the beach. And have you seen that gif of the puppy in the sidewalk trying to focus on something where it like looks at the bubble, but then walks towards the ball and then trips over itself, turning around for the treat. And it's like this golden retriever that can't focus on something for more than a second. That was me playing a short hike. Like uh, it was really just like, just looking from, Pure joy to pure joy, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, oh, the game is is something special. Probably one of my favorites. Um, also, something I didn't notice this time through is there's like a like a fort tower type thing. And if you've been to any national park in Canada, especially here in Halifax, there are there are these kind of forts like everywhere. And somehow I just missed it last time. But it makes a lot of sense because because Adam in our interview with him said like this game is inspired by me going to Canadian parks, specifically Algonquin Park. And, and so if something felt like going camping as a kid that's deliberate and i really like that yeah nice <sighs> yeah if you, you did have you, a, did you beat it or no I, I got about halfway through and uh yeah. and, and i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna pocket that for a bad night you know what i mean <clears throat> that's fair mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a joy it makes you it makes me feel better to play <laughs> yeah i think um it's pretty much on everything now too like it's on it really like, is playstation we got Check. it on itch.io it's on uh, the switch for whatever switch PS4, Xbox one, windows, Linux, Mac. So not next gen yet, but you know, that's coming. Oh, I hope so. That'd be sweet. Oh, is it not next gen? Not yet. According to Wikipedia. Mm. Ooh, I can double dip. You can. And I will. Yeah. Also, also shout out to Mark Sparling, the composer for a short hike. The, there's a really good video essay. I'll link in the show notes. So if uh, I can't remember the name right now, but the way the soundtrack works in a short hike, Steve, I don't know if uh, you've seen this video or seen this. Like there was a tweet, Twitter thread kind of breaking it down too, but basically there's kind of a melody for the game. And since it is so small, you can really have kind of one melody, but every area you're in kind of like layers as something else on top of it. And there's a couple points where like areas meet like an overlap where like two or three things play on top of each other with mm-hmm. like the peak and the end being like its own finale symphonic, like let's put it all together and, and, deliver it home. And so I, having watched that video since playing it, as I was walking around, I was noticing like I went to the beach and then like the, it wasn't, like beach feeling music it wasn't steel drums but like you know like the, the music got beach feely and then as i moved up the path in the beach into the woods it it blended like it didn't like fade one out and fade in the other like i noticed the the layers like layers pile up to like connect the beach to the forest if that makes sense i gotcha yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> such a beautiful game it's awesome it's dope you're done with ghostwire tokyo correct yeah, I beat it. Uh, I think even after the last episode, um, and as I predicted, there's just so much shit to, to collect. Like, so you told me there's like two hundred thousand souls or something. Yeah, there's yeah, there's two hundred forty thousand souls. You don't collect one at a time. You get about a hundred from just like the random areas in town, and then like mm. five hundred ish for for like side quests or bigger things. But still, you're still collecting like a thousand individual things. Mm-hmm. That's just the souls. There's a bunch, like, there's so much stuff. And as a, if you're like looking at the map and just tracking, like, tracking stuff and just going, like, going checkbox, checkbox, or whatever, then it's not a, it's not a good feeling for me. Mm. But just sort of, I, like I said, I never opened the map when I played it. I just sort of kind of went my own way and 
fucking loved it. You explored. Um, And then when I beat it, then I was like, okay, I'll collect some of these things. And then there was just still so much. Like I, I had been it and I had played for maybe three or four extra hours after that. And I still have about halfway to go for the souls. So like (laughs) you would have to play essentially the entire length of the game again to hundred percent it. Yeah. And I have no interest in doing that. So So Steve would Ghostwire Tokyo be improved without collectibles, like, like not without collectibles completely, but without collectibles as a focus, like as a checklist, just like things you can stumble into. Like if you didn't know the total amount of souls there were or the total amount of anything, and it was just stuff you picked up as you explored, would that improve the game for you? Um, I don't know. Cause like, I never like the fact that there's so much stuff like really kind of benefited when I was playing. Cause that was like the thing. It's just like my monkey brain is just triggered all the time. Cause there's just mm. things to collect. So having a lot of stuff does help. It's more so the completionist people I can see being like, fuck this game. Cause mm. there's so much. And what do you mean the completionist people, Steve? That's your people. <laughs> well, yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> Um, like, yeah, if I was, if I didn't have a kid and a busy life and I want, would want to platinum this game, I would probably not like it as much because I'd be like, fuck, I just want to platinum this. But mm-hmm. I've accepted that there are just certain things that I'm not going to be able to kind of do now as a, mm-hmm. as a dad. And that is for 25 unnecessary hours into a game I already beat <laughs> just to get yep. a fucking platinum trophy. Like it's not worth it. Oh so, man. Um, I think it's still my game of the year. It's definitely something I really, really enjoyed. Um, but I think like, I don't think it's a Steven game. I don't think you would actually enjoy mm. it to be perfectly honest. I think if it's, when it goes to come to game pass, you can try it out, but. Oh, of course it'll come to, cause it'll just be a year after whenever it launched on PS5, right? Like, uh, probably, yeah, like death loops probably going to be September this year on game pass. Yeah, probably. They haven't even announced it yet, which is strange, but. No, because I think there's probably there's absolutely something in the contract about like you cannot announce it f- free anywhere other than PlayStation because that'll eat PlayStation sales. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or they they say it could. Yeah, um, but everyone, that, but anyone who knows kind of just knows anyways. Or yeah, I think the people who like, I think people uh, who listen to game podcasts and obviously there is like a massive mainstream games media, but I even think of the people quote unquote in the know is probably like five to ten percent at best of everyone who plays games you know what i mean yeah pro- yeah probably probably any else anything else you played in the past week you want to plug steve we did play a little card for planning i think i mentioned mm. um to be honest i just haven't had time i had some tests to do for work so i just i was just you passed a lot of time i passed both my tests excellent there is another test i should take there's two more mm-hmm. and i'm just but i'm sort of like just i might do this other one pretty soon because it's pretty similar but the other one's gonna it's gonna wait for a bit okay um, but I did download Rocket League, so we should try playing Rocket League tonight. Dude, I'll play it anytime. Any like my 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 thing is usually before work. I either play until I have to go to work or I lose. And I've been having to just uh, quit the game and go to work. You know what I mean? You have to remember though that I'm that. Okay, first off, I don't want to play against you, right? No, absolutely not. Like like I, the people I play with, like we play three three v threes online and stuff. Like either like with enough people to make like a custom match, or we play on the same team and just do however many people we have versus because like again it is like this sounds kind of douchey but like you also don't want to play against someone who's not as good as you because it just like neither of you have fun you know what i mean yeah you would oh you would stomp me for sure but (laughs) i prefer to stomp people together so i sent you the trophy my trophy list 
consider that a roadmap to how okay. I want to play this game. I'll come out with, with Steve's uh, Steve's four four phase plan for platinuming Rocket League. Well, I got the platinum. It's just all the extra DLC. Oh, shit. there's so many. They stopped adding them though. And hmm. oh, really? I, Why? I'm, oh, stop adding trophies. You mean? Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah. like they used to do them with the updates, and they just stopped. Because um, I time bought you- some of the DLC too back in the day. Look, an idiot. My friend bought the DeLorean one and I'd never seen it used before. And when you get demoed as the DeLorean, it does the thing where like there's just a flame track oh. where your tires are and your license plate spins. It's so That's good. Cool. That's pretty cool. I watched him get demoed and I was like, whoa, did you just teleport? And he's like, no, they blew me up. But my thing looks cool when I get blown up. And I'm like, That's sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I so I wonder if the other cars have any touches like that, because there's like the Batman Tumblr and a couple other like. Fans. So are all those free or are they just no, now paid. still paid you still just pay them whatever. but all the yeah. dlc like the events or whatever like do i Everyone need to buy anything for any of these trophies as well? never I no remember. i haven't spent steve i have not spent a cent on rocket league since 2015 yeah that makes sense you don't fucking play a game for <laughs> thousands of hours you don't give them any <laughs> hey, money hey hey actually they got something for my ps plus download right but other than that probably yeah and then every other time you play it, it's been when it's free to play yep do they not do like a season? Do they do a season pass or, or yeah, they how, do. What, it's called the rocket pass. It? Yeah. Yeah, of course it is. And so it's the rocket pass and they changed it. So the items you unlock are actually blueprints. So you see the item, but you have to pay to use it to make it. Oh, that's right. I remember that. That's stupid. It's, it's ass. Like everything that got worse about rocket league since launch was just the, the market around it. Yeah, true. Yeah. Is the basketball mode still there? It is. All right. Let's fuck with that. I like hoops. Um, that's it for episode 212 of the Canadian game devs.com podcast. Uh, thank you for joining me, Steve. Thank you, dear listeners for listening. And thank you to these credited patrons who you can join at patreon.com slash Canadian game devs, where we will personally thank you at the end of every show. So thank you so much, Aaron McLeod, Daniel Quack Miller, David Nagy, Dugsy, Eleanor, Elizabeth Avery, Gene Leggett, Kai Hutchins, Meow the Leon, and Nicholas A. Zorko. Drop us a review if you can on whatever platform you're using. I read the Apple Podcast one, so thank you, folks. Uh, and if you have any other feedback at all, contact at CanadianGameDevs.com and join our Discord, and we'll chat. I haven't looked at our, our Apple Podcast I can tell which ones are my friends and which one's my mom's, but other than that, the oh. rest are nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. At Canada Game Devs on Twitter. Steve and I are linked in the uh, description there. 4.9. Stay tuned. Yeah, man. We're good. We're a good pod. We're a 4.9 pod, actually. Oh, yeah. There's your mom. I know, I know her like tag or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, stay tuned for our interview with Keywords Devs coming later this week. Uh, and until then, keep it groovy. Keep it real. Keep it locked um, to CanadianGameDivs.com. Hmm. That was my Damon Hatfield. Like, keep it locked to IGN. Oh, is that what he says? Yeah. Is he still work there? He's like 50. So I did Google Translate. The moment so is perfect. Is there a moment, Doc Victor Ramstein? The moment is so perfect, but time continues to run. Huh? I'm okay. You know what? That's so true. I like that one.
you know when you're like you're watching the sunset and then it's just yeah. like all the sound f- fades out and then like but then like it all comes back in as people are moving around you're like yep the moment passed yeah exactly <laughs> yeah uh, or like yeah. you know you're watching the credits of like a fucking great movie or great movie mm. just finish and then you just like you know the you're just like kind of reminiscing about the venture that you just took and then it goes to the title screen or whatever or the, the mm-hmm. movie just ends